Today we end the Christmas season. And we also start ordinary time. It's that dividing line between what is so incredibly precious to us, but something that's even more precious. We've experienced the birth of the Lord, coming into our world, celebrating with us the incredible mercy and love of God. God's total love for us being offered through his son, because his son would take on all of our sins, all our frailties, so we could have eternal life with the Father for eternity. And as we begin to look at a new church year, we live in the fullness of God's love. I think we often forget how much God does love us. We get so caught up in our world and the activities of our daily life, we sort of put God off to the side. And yet the fullness of his love is given to us every time we celebrate the gift of baptism. Whether we're baptized as an infant or as an adult, the incredible love of God is always there for us. There's a story about the RCIA. And this one group was celebrating and welcoming all the catechumens and giving them instruction. And some of them, as a whole family, was coming into the church at the Easter Vigil. And they were explaining to the families how in the ancient church, when somebody was baptized, they would take off all their clothes to be baptized. When it came time for the Easter Vigil, this one nine-year-old girl says, when do we take off our clothes? She was so excited about this incredible gift that she was being given. that She wanted to strip everything away to give it all to God. That's how it should be in each and every one of our lives. We want to strip off all the old and put on new to be totally refreshed in God's love. That's what we celebrate together. In a couple of weeks, we are going to have another baptism, welcoming another little one into the faith of the church, celebrating God's love. And it becomes all of our responsibility, as it was the responsibility of St. John when he baptized the Lord, to give that nourishment and strength to our brothers and sisters. Imagine what it must have been like when John is there baptizing, calling everybody to repentance. You need to do this for the Savior who is coming. And what does he see? He sees Jesus coming over, the one who is to be the Savior, why? I'm not, I can't baptize you. No, it's okay. This is important. I need to be baptized too. In reality, he didn't need to be baptized. He was already free from sin. But as an institution for us, he gave us this wonderful sacrament so we could be filled with the glory and the power of God to celebrate his love and his grace and his blessing to us the beginning of the sacraments of initiation, the continuation of this great love of God that has continued into sacraments of confirmation and then Eucharist. This great gift that is offered on this altar to help nourish us in our continued search for God's presence in our lives, to help us to be that witness, like St. John, to be able to reach our brothers and sisters and share that faith 
to bring them into the unity of God's love. That's the grace that we've been given through our baptism. One of the great gifts of baptism is the use of water. We have baptismal, or we have the holy water fonts in the back of the church and on the sides. So when we come into the church, we renew our commitment of entering into the church. The reason that they're at the entrance is that we refresh ourselves. We do so as we enter church, just as we did when we entered the church originally. We don't bless ourselves when we leave because we've already received the fullness of God's grace in the Eucharist. So we don't need to bless ourselves again. It's only when we're reminding ourselves when we enter in the church the power that came to us in our baptism when we enter the church for the first time. May the Lord help us to recognize that gift, that grace that we have received and to use that grace to benefit our brothers and sisters, bringing them the fullness of God's love and his grace that fills with his love, his mercy, and his peace.